love this world? Do you cherish this humble and silky life? Do you adore the green grass with its terror beneath? Do you also hurry, half-dressed and barefoot, into the garden, and softly, and exclaiming of their dearness, fill your arms with the white and pink flowers, with their honeyed heaviness, their lush trembling, their eagerness to be wild and perfect for a moment before they are nothing forever. From Mary Oliver. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanajo Almanac devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for July 5th to 12th, 2019, and it's the first quarter of the Buck Moon. And here are some natural events. As the thunder of the grand finale fades from the 4th of July fireworks, we feel summer slipping in and surrounding us. Warm and humid air comes in on a south wind, bringing foggy mornings and hot, muggy afternoons. Then thunder showers pound down under towering clouds from the north, cooling the earth and giving it a drink. Wildflowers nod lazily in the breeze, and trees show the undersides of their leaves as the showers move in. Everything is green and lush, like a touch of Ireland and Maine on these early summer days. Birds are quieter now as they busily tend their nests, feed their hatchlings. Deer graze happily in their shiny new summer coats. For those of us who winter over here, it's not just another season. It's more like a different planet we inhabit these days. The hardships of winter fade in our memories as we look around in wonder and walk barefoot in the garden. Unnatural events, the summer sounds of honking horns and car alarms are heard once again in our small towns. For nine months of the year in our town, no one honks when the car in front of them makes, of all things, a full stop at a stop sign. For nine months, few locals even lock their cars when they go into the store or the post office, never mind setting the car alarm. But during the summer months, for a brief time, the sound of the migrating car alarm and the trumpeting car horn are heard in the land. Here's a field and forest report. Maine happens to be one of the few states where the median age of farmers is actually going down and the acreage under cultivation is going up. To see evidence of this fortunate situation, visit your local farmer's market for the array of fresh produce raised in Maine soil. Most enticing this week are the native strawberries. There is nothing, nothing, that compares to a cold dish of strawberries with a large dripping scoop of vanilla ice cream on a hot July day. Up in the orchard, apple trees are going through their June drop, wherein some of the tiny apples fall from the tree so the rest can flourish. 
And here's a rank opinion. You've heard of the fruit of the poison tree. Well, we have an ancient apple tree in the yard. Its trunk hollowed out by rot. Its bark rough and mossy. Its branches broken by ice and snow. Last year it had a few dead branches, but also a decent bloom and quite a few very small apples. This year, the bloom on it was sparse and only a few branches. And now it's barely leafed out at all and its empty limbs are stark against the sky. Naturally, we wonder what ails this old tree. It stands close to the road and near a culvert which froze during the winter, causing the road to ice over time and again. The solution to this was to keep putting road salt down week after week. And it just seems that too much salt is what poisoned this poor old tree. The fruit doesn't poison the tree so much as the tree poisons the fruit. And as we remember our nation's birthday, we may wonder what ails the tree of liberty. Some say it's politics. Some say politicians. Some say policies, process, political parties, or the courts, or the media, or the voters. But these are only the fruits of the tree. We say that the great liberty tree, planted on July 4, 1776, is being slowly poisoned, poisoned by too much money. And finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. The first from Thomas Jefferson. Whenever a man has caught, cast a longing eye on offices, a rottenness begins in his conduct. We hang the petty thieves and appoint the great ones to public office. And from H.L. Mencken. For every complex problem, there is a solution that is clear, simple, and wrong. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>